What's good everybody, this is Silas from silasbeats.info here with another episode of the Leverage Podcast, the podcast that helps you get ahead. This is episode 25 and in it I want to talk about um, <laughs> lying. Um, I had someone hit me up and they were curious, they wanted to know how much I charge for all these beats that I'm putting out. And I told them, I told them that um, if they want a beat, you know, they want to come through, they want to grab a beat. I told them it's 2K, it's not... You know, it's not a secret. And he's like, man, you know, I thought your beats would be a lot more. And I was like, thank you, but no, that's not the case. So yeah, I thought they'd be 100K. I'm like, 100K? It's like, yeah, I know some people um, say that they sell their beats for like 100K. And, you know, this is, the, this is the story that I'm hearing. And that's when I said to him, I said, don't take whenever someone says something like that always take it at face at um at uh, as, as a, take it with a pinch of salt because there's a lot of people that say something but again it's for social proof and i really i don't buy it then the same guy is like yeah i only sell my beats for for 35k i'm like okay good for you um it's just going to be difficult for you to make a sale. Sure, I can, you can sell your beats for whatever you want to. I always say that there's no governing body saying that music needs to be sold at a particular price. You can sell, it, you can sell t-shirts for 10,000 Rand if you want to. It doesn't matter. If the people want to buy it, the people are going to buy it, right? But my question to him was, how many sales have you made this year? To which he replied, zero. I'm like, okay, cool. So, sure, you're selling your beats for 35K, but you've made zero sales this year. Even if you divide that out throughout the year, you're still making zero rands, right? So, what I told him that I do, that a lot of people don't do, is I use a lower price point and make a lot more sales. And, like, some people will obviously have their own reservations about... Um, overexposure and getting your name out there and um, uh, you know taking care of your brand and all those things and I believe I do I believe I believe I take care of my brand but I also want my music to be heard and I want to make sales these are all things that I want and unfortunately sometimes you have to find a balancing point so as a music producer you need to find where you want to charge so I might want to charge at 35k what your market can actually afford. Can the people that you're trying to sell to, can they afford 35K? If not, you need to balance it out. Usually the amount that you want to charge is quite high. It's a lot higher than what people are willing to give you. So what you then need to do is to find a middle ground where you know that you're gonna get sales, um, but you're not gonna get, like you're not gonna get hurt by the price. Uh, it's not too low. As an artist, same with your gigs. There's going to be booking fees and now you need to start balancing it out. Are you getting any gigs? Because you can charge. You can say, ah, it's 5K for a feature. Okay. Oh, all right. 5K for a feature. But how many features have you gotten? Now you need to start balancing it out. Are you a, are you a 5K feature person? Are you a 10K feature person? Because never be fooled into thinking that ah, if I do it for 2K, that means I'm going to be paid 2K the rest of my life. No, that's absolute bullshit because... At some point, you'll be able to raise your price point. I say this with confidence because this is what I've done. I, when I first started out, my beats were free. A long time ago. Um, what I did is I built my name up, built, 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 built. 
and then I put a very small price on my beats, 50 rand. People were still like, ah, you know, we used to get them for free, we'll just, we'll, we'll just ask or we'll just go get beats elsewhere. Cool. Eventually time went on and people started buying them. I was like, okay, cool. Pushed it to 250. 250 pushed it to 400. 400 to 500. 500, I went, I just carried on growing. Each time I felt like I'd put, put in enough work and enough time had passed, I bumped the price up a little bit. And it was fine. No one complained. Like people will always complain. But there'll always be people. What I've seen is there'll always be people that'll say, man, you know, your beach should be a lot more expensive. Then there'll always be people who'll say, damn, man, that's too much. So you need to find your middle ground there. But again, the lies that I hear are intense. There's another a, a producer who told me that he charges 20K um, per project to mix and master. I don't care what you do to a project. At his in his space and I hate judging people and saying you know you're not big enough to be charging that much because you might have a market your market might be able to afford that but this is a, a question that you have to have this is a conversation you have to have with yourself are you getting clients are you getting clients they'll see the price of bread if no if every, all of a sudden no one wants to buy bread anymore there has to be a reason is there a new alternative that's a better price is it cheaper to make your own bread is it cheaper and better to make your own bread What's going on? And from there you make a decision as to whether the price actually needs to go down because um, uh, uh, you're not making enough sales anymore. So it's all got to do with your market and what they can afford. I can, honestly, I can go to my website today and I can say I'm charging 7K per beat. I'll just say I'm charging 7K per beat. And then out of nowhere, out of nowhere, my sales will go through the floor. That's, I know for a fact that's what's going to happen because people are going to be like, I, 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 7K for a beat, I can't afford it. I know my price, I know my market. I know exactly what my market can afford and I know that there's no way that they're going to be able to catch that 7K. I'll have to create a completely new market. Sure, it'll happen one day, but again, um, it needs to be a gradual thing. Same with uh, performances that you do. You'll have a set fee and everybody should have a set fee right um, either you're going to be performing for free and you've uh, succumbed to the fact that your performances are just going to need to be grinded out carry on performing for free trying to organize trying to get features trying to squeeze gigs whatever it is and you know you're not going to get paid but you try and use that to grow or um, uh, you'll set a price and that'll be your price you'll say this is how much i charge for a 30 minute set I don't know what the going rate is these days. You can ask, you can get a hold of a booking agent or uh, you can ask an artist that does charge for his um, or her um, performances and let them tell you what their going rate is. Get a couple of people, don't just take it from one person because that one person could also be lying to you. They'll say, I charge 10K for a feature because they want to make themselves sound great. Um, but again, go and just ask people. And another thing is people are always trying to save face. That's another thing that annoys me about this industry. People are always trying to save face. So what they'll try and do is they'll say to you, yeah, man, I charge 12K for a feature. Meanwhile, they haven't gotten a feature before, ever. And the times that they have gotten features, people have um, bargained them down. People are always bargaining. I tried it as well when I was trying to get features on my beats. Big artists in this country, big artists. Hit up their management. Their management is like, now nah, we're going to be charging, uh, 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 we'll, we'll give you a nice price, 9K. I was like, no, I can't afford 9K for a feature on a beat. I don't even know where this track's going to be big. No, thank you. Then they're like, okay, no, 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 it's fine. Um, uh, the one guy's like, what can you afford? 
And I was like, I can afford 3K. They're like, make it 3.5 and you've got a deal. I'm like, oh, okay. The other person was, um, I hung up. I remember later that day, uh, he calls me back, also 9K. And he's like, yeah, no, no, don't worry. Um, I managed to bargain him down. It was difficult, but I managed to bargain him down to three. I was like, aye, 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 aye. something's up here. So, yeah, I think it's, it's important that people just, just be true to what you're doing. If you don't know something, don't lie about it. If something isn't really happening as well, because you'll always get caught out. Someone's always going to catch you out. And you always, you know, it's easy to, um, it's easy to fool, it's easy to fool um, silly people. It's easy to fool silly people. But the people who actually know, the people who are actually in it, the people who are in the industry, the ones who you actually want to take notice of you, you can't bullshit them with that nonsense. They're going to look at you and say, aye, 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 something is wrong here. Something is up. This person is charging 35K. Look at their following. Who have they worked with? What have they done? Have they put in the work? They've been making beats for three months and that's it. Now, this is the case. And again, we can argue, no, my product is good or my product is great or um, uh, I've managed to get that one deal and that one deal was, it, they paid me 30K for it. Again, you need to weigh up your options. What is the market looking like? There was a time when I was still selling beats for, I think it must have been 400, 500, and someone hit me up and they were like, um, dude, I want this beat, even if it's 2.5. And I was like, 2.5 for a beat, damn. This was when I was still in Varsity. Actually, no, I just finished Varsity. I was like, 2.5 for a beat, damn. Um, and then I said, no, no, it's true. Just give me 2K. And lo and behold, they sent the 2K through. I didn't change my price because I knew that the people that I'm, that I'm talking to and messing around with are at that, they, they are not at that price point. I'll get to the people who are at that price point, but I, that's not what's happening. Um, yeah, so I always try and keep it true to myself. Another, another area I want to touch on about keeping things true uh, is in the studio. Or when it comes to, um, you know, giving feedback or talking to another musician. I have sat with other engineers and, I mean, I can't even consider myself an engineer. I feel like, like a degree is needed and, you know, all that other lovely stuff needs to happen. But I sit with these people and we talk about, like, gear and doing work on tracks and, you know, uh, you could have done this better, this could have been done better. Sure. But then they start throwing out terms and I'm like, ah, this person, either they're overcompensating or, you know, they, they just really don't understand what they're talking about. And that for me, it's sad to see that because now someone who I was having a great conversation with is trying to make themselves, themselves sound good with information that they've heard once or twice in a tutorial and now they start throwing it out there. Someone hit me up and they were like, um, this is actually, this has happened many times, but this is one specific um, a circumstance where someone hit me up they wanted to get some work done they wanted to get some mixing and mastering done so I was like cool let's work they sent me the work I did the mix I did the master sent it back to them they said no 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 no. you need to do this we're going to need to add more delay we need to add more reverb here do this to this thing and he was throwing words out there but it was because um, it's stuff that he's heard somewhere in some studio I've sat in the biggest studios with the biggest people, so I know what I'm talking about. I'm like, okay, cool, no, it's true. I'm not arguing, I'll do it. So I did everything exactly the way that he wanted it, 
when he when I sent it back to him, he sent it to the other artists, and they were like, "Nope, this is not sounding good at all. Whoever did this for you did a terrible job." So he lets me know. He, says, he sends me the the screenshot saying, "Whoever did this did a terrible job," and I'm like, "No, dude, you see what you've done here? You've you've dragged my name through the dirt." Just lucky for him, he hadn't mentioned that it was me that did the work, and I'm surprised no one asked. But essentially what he, what, what he had said was like, no, there's too much echo and there was too much of this and that. I'm like, oh, so you're turning on the changes that you asked me to make, right? So systematically, I tried to undo them. He's like, you know what? Um, uh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna see whether I can just, you know, just ask them just to push this track. I said, no, 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 wait, let's do this. Just for a second, let me take control of this track. Let me, let me mix it without any extras you know you can give your input and whatnot but don't you know add too many extras you're telling me about things that are compressed and sounds like it's in a box and dynamic range and it sounds like it's got a metallic sound uh, add more higher frequencies on this do this thing with this other thing and then once it gets done you're upset about it let me handle all of that and then I'll send the track back to you send it through to them let's just let's for, for, just do it for a laugh send the track through see what happens um, and then we'll see what happens he sends the track through to them everyone's like yes this is what we needed I don't know who this next guy is but you should use him so I was like you see had you not lied about your knowledge about you know studio and doing all of that kind of stuff this would have been a much quicker process and he was pushing he was uh, pushing me for time because um, of the, the mishap that had happened with the other artists. So I said, yeah, no, 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 it's chill. But just understand this for the next track that you do, that, you know, do your research and understand what it is that you're asking for before you ask for it. Otherwise, you're going to be left in a situation where you're just going to make people angry for no good reason. Now, the situation was in studio where um, someone was asking for something and they just couldn't get it right. But they kept on, they kept on saying it was... Um, uh, I think it was delay versus reverb but they kept on using the one term for the other and I was like no you mean the other thing they're like no I've been doing this for a long time it's delay it's delay so I was like okay cool I put the delay I'm like no the thing that makes it sound like you're in a room I'm like you mean reverb it's like no it's delay so I was like okay just wait for a second let me just try put some reverb on and you listen to it and then you let, you let me know whether this is what you're talking about I put the reverb on Dude is like, yes, this is what I was talking about, you see? And then I said, look, look at what I'm using. He's like, oh, it's called reverb. I'm like, yes, exactly. See, so do that. And I, like, I'm not going to make the person feel stupid about it. Um, and I won't always call the people out. And people aren't always going to call you out, right? So it's best if you tread cautiously because as big as this music industry feels, it's quite small. And as you start getting towards the top, everybody starts using everybody else. In terms of mixing, mastering, uh, the artists, you start to roll in the same circles. Then you become that guy, the guy who talks too much. I've heard it being done before, and I hate it when people's names are being dragged through the dirt, but unfortunately they do it to themselves. They say, man, you know that guy? Yeah, 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 I know. He talks way too much. I'm like, oh, oh, oh okay, all right. Little did, little do I know now when I get to the per you know people do things to themselves sometimes I'm like you don't have like I just wish you knew the impact that this makes on your brand 
you as a person and when I say brand I don't mean like coke or whatever I literally just mean your reputation who you are that's all it is um, so yeah you know try just keep it true to yourself if you don't know what something is don't be smart just go google it go ask for opinions um, also don't just take everything at face value just because you see it in, in a tutorial doesn't mean it's right um, I spent a lot of time sitting on tutorials learning how to mix and master I only started to learn how to actually do the mix and master properly when I switched the tutorials off completely and I decided you know what I'm going to I'm just gonna try and eventually I'll get it right and I read a couple of things here and there and eventually I learned right but it was only because I stopped taking everything as gospel you know um, one last situation is with some sound engineers that I speak to that have learned things by the book it's difficult to communicate because um, and it's not their fault they've grown up in an environment where they've been taught stuff and they've been the whole creativity behind what they do has been their life has been sucked out of it because they have to get marks right they're getting in an environment where they're being marked for, for things um, and when they get out into the real world when you ask them about something they'll give you the textbook definition which is great and they'll be able to explain it to you like a genius but the practical app the, the whole application of it it's, it's not there sometimes it is but sometimes it's just really not there and they'll say no but this is the way that i was taught i'm like yes this is the way that you were taught but you can't do it like this um i was sitting in this in a studio session and there was a guy who was um he was trying to take my keys apart he's like dude i see the chords that you played here first you played this and then you played this chord you played the f something and you played a d whatnot and i was like uh, okay he's like but i don't get this chord here dude it doesn't make sense and i was like what do you mean it doesn't make sense like it's it's not right it's not, it does, it's not in the same key i'm like oh i didn't know that he's like I, I don't get it i'm like but does it sound right he's like yeah it sounds fine i'm like okay so what's the problem you know when you're stuck in that box that's when there's issues you know just yeah but yeah um try and do a little bit of reading do some research um and also don't be too quick to lay your opinion down when you don't have all the information it's okay to not know it really is it's okay uh, if you want to send an email you can send one through to business at silasbeast.info or you can hit me up on my uh, you can head through to my website www.silasbeats.info my cell phone number is there you need to get a hold of me um, and yeah we can keep the conversation going peace